This song is dedicated to the listeners on the verge of radical extremism. About the vaccine. This was my college song. Remember? Because every night at last call, we would dance and we would sing along. When can we do that again? Lots of backup dancing. Hello and good evening. My name is Josh and I'm joined as always by Aaron and Bob. We're the folks who are going to help you find the method of the madness. Reason in the unreasonable makes sense out of nonsense because this is okay. Hear me out. Aaron and Bob, how are you all doing this evening? What did you think of that song? <laughs> I fucking love that song in real life. I hate that. That, that it ruined it for me. I'm so white that that's almost my national anthem. Oh, no. <laughs> I love Come On, Eileen. Dude, that video, that music video is great, too. It's just a bunch of fucking rednecks jumping around in overalls. It's awesome. Oh, wow. You sound exactly like the guy that's singing it, actually. It is, is, it's his favorite song. He loves singing it at 2 a.m. at the end of the bar when the bar is about to close. And the floor is sticky. This is what they do at the end of the song, by the way. They talk about how, how much they love it and when they sing it with all of their friends. They brag about just singing it out and about on the town. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I, I need to know what to town they're point. from so I can avoid that place at all costs. <laughs> West Hollywood. I'd also like it's to West point Hollywood. out the description, the, the description of the video. Uh, it could be made of hot dog water and cat hair. I don't care. I'll take it. Hashtag save Betty White. It's the most honest. That is the most honest fucking review of the vaccine from these people I've ever heard. <laughs> if it was made out of hot dog water and cat hair, they wouldn't care. Really? <laughs> yeah, it was like, whatever's in it. I don't give a shit. Just give it to me. I'm a slave. I think this will give me an advantage over the people I hate. Well, they're not allowed to see their families. So, like, obviously. It's not like they're Australian or something. They can still go out and about. Why are they making these vaccine songs still? Why? Why? Why are people forcing the vaccine on other people at this late stage in the game? We have Wait, so much information. They, Sorry, what? sound Australian? No, they're yeah. Not Australian. No, I said they're not Australian. Oh, I was like, holy shit, does Bob have no idea what's happening in Australia right now? Because I thought you were like, they sound Australian. They can go out and do whatever they want. I'm like, and then you were like not sarcastic after that. And I was like, <laughs> uh, what the hell is happening over there? No, no, I, I, I was making a point. These people are still hounding the fact that people need vaccines, even though time and time again, it's proven that a there's natural immunity is better uh, and B vaccines like literally don't fucking work at all. The, I think we're going to get right into it, right? <laughs> Yeah, these are some uh, pretty pretty crazy theories you're putting out there, Bob. Um, you know, I guess we'll have to just hear you out on this. And uh... I'm literally Ooh, okay. All I'm doing, guys, like all I'm doing is looking at Israel. There's nothing wrong with that. 
<laughs> I'm getting all the correct Wait, information uh, out of the, uh, out of a very reliable source, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I just want to make one announcement real quick, though. Um, I hate to say it, um, but this is going to be our last episode. I have a minor head cold, and obviously it's COVID-19, and I haven't been vaccinated. So next week, you'll just hear one quote from me as I die. I'll be like, I wish I had gotten the vaccine, like all the newspapers say. <laughs> so sorry, guys. I hope you enjoy the finale. Do you think I'm above driving up there and bringing your, your mic set up to the hospital bed next to your ventilator and just having your <laughs> ventilator mic'd up the whole episode while uh, Bob and I talk about Afghanistan? Because I am not above that. We will do that. This, that's, that next week will be the last episode of that on your fucking deathbed. It won't, Josh, it won't work, Josh. You, you have the vaccine, which, of course, means you can still get the virus, and I wouldn't want to put you at risk. You might catch COVID, toe. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's okay, Aaron. He'll sneak you ivermectin up his butt. The horse oh, pace. Yeah. Sweet. <laughs> He'll sneak it to you in the hospital. Sneak it in like You're heroin like now. your teeth in the hospital <laughs> with this fucking paste because that's how it works, right? Bring me the dog dewormer that uh, cures cancer or whatever, too, while you're at it. Yeah. Get rid of it. Knock all all it out with all the animal medications. Dude, everybody's the, fucking retarded. Bring a, a royal rife machine to like cure everything all <laughs> at once. royal rife machine. The best, the best we can the do. Hell out of you with these EM waves. Yeah, the best we can do is coyote poison in your water. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I have a great smile for my funeral pick. <laughs> and I'll be hunched over in the background, over <laughs> overheated. And <laughs> you think we're gonna wait two weeks for the funeral? You're wearing a mask at the funeral, you fucking COVID dead man. Yeah, yeah, I better wear one. <laughs> All right, what about what the hell are we talking about this week? These uh, fun new mandates where they're just suggesting businesses do things. They are. Yeah, they have officially mandated the vaccine here in the United States. And I look at Israel and I question why the the, the science doesn't add up. The data doesn't add up. Um, I have um, an article here. The coronavirus czar of Israel warns people to prepare for the fourth injection of covid vaccine. And quote, uh, he says, this is life from now on. <laughs> Wait, and there's a follow up to that. Uh, th this actually brings us back to um, what we've been talking about for multiple episodes, probably like on our fourth or fifth episode or something like this. This is going to become a Amazon subscription or a Netflix, uh, Netflix subscription. Uh, this in tandem with that. Uh, says Israel vaccine passport now expires after six months. Boosters are required. So this is double of the flu shot. We have doubled the flu shot. Well, because because the and made it virus mandatory. Like unlike the cold and flu. What? It's it's year round. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, you don't just need to be protected from you know like November to March. Uh, the whole Aaron, year, Bob. Please explain to us how you got sick in the middle of August, at the end of August, in the middle of the heat wave of summer. Honestly, Jesus I think it was Christ. just because I slept like such dog shit during the wedding week. Oh, yeah. By the way, I got married uh, on the Holocaust release episode. That was what I planned for. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> so and anyone listening to the episode right when it came out, uh, that was Aaron was uh, doing his nuptials. 
Yep. It was getting married. Ceremony. Unfortunately, I received notice from the whites that I am no longer welcome for misogyny or miscegenation. Yeah, but which whites? All of them. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I won't be seeing you at the uh, the old cigar and scotch shop there, Bob, at the white meeting oh. we have every year. Not allowed anymore. <laughs> Marrying a dirty Far Eastern jungle Asian. <laughs> that was that was on the official white people document that they sent me. Ooh, there was a big pause for that one too. I was like, uh, like how hard is he gonna go with that? <laughs> yes, he went there. I love it. Well, I'll still uh, vouch for you, even though one veto uh, gets you kicked out. That's not my problem. I'm I'm sorry. Yeah, you gotta watch out. You gotta watch out. You might get vetoed for vouching for me. One drop rule. <laughs> <laughs> oh jeez! <laughs> so, so Bob, tell tell us more about this uh, the, the Israel six month renewal vaccine passport. Well, as everyone knows, Israel is the most vaccinated country in the world. No other higher population over eighty some odd percent. I think like the last time I saw was like eighty like six percent of everyone was vaccinated. And that wasn't including children under the age of, I think, like 12. It, it wasn't approved for just yet. And so basically every adult or every person over the age of 12 has had the vaccine. And they're on, they're getting the third right now. Most of them have gotten the third and they're planning for the fourth. And I'm just saying that, okay, well, we have two really good uh, situations happening. One in Australia and one in Israel. They are the precursor to what we're heading for, just in different time spans, basically. Australia is ahead of us in author uh, like the government overreach. And then we have Israel with the, the vaccines proving that they're, they're actually just dumb and they don't work. And there's really no reason to get them. What's Israel's level of lockdown? Or are they just like, they're all open except you need a, you need a vaccine passport to do anything out of the home? Or... Yeah, um, you, need, they have a you have to have well. a vaccine passport. The mask mandate, I'm not entirely sure about. But if they're shoving all this, these other doses down people's throats, I would guarantee you that they have a mask mandate in place at the moment. Okay. Well, I mean, also lockdown. Because like, it's very various um, states, provinces, whatever hell Australia has, the territories, uh, various regions of Australia... Um, are in, I, I want to say I was saying today, week 11, 11 of lockdown. So it's the, you know, bunches of businesses closed and like you can't, you know, have gyms and churches open and stuff like that. Where is this? In Australia. Australia. You can't, you can't oh. go beyond five kilometers from your place of residence in Australia currently. That's the level of lockdown that they have. And they're what? actively doing manhunts for people that break out of quarantine facilities. I remember that. That's okay. That's never stopped. Great. Very exciting. Yeah. yeah. So glad the police have something to do these days. Why I don't understand they... why the military and the police are doing this shit. Like why they're going along with it. It's crazy. It, it's actually insane. I, I think the, the level of disdain that Americans would give their local law enforcement and, um, and army reserves and national guard and shit like that. If they tried this shit here, would be out of control. 
There, there would be no, a there'd level... be too many deaths. That there's too many guns. That that's where the guns would come out. They know that. That's why they can't do that. Even these mandates are. Have you noticed that every time they say mandate, it's because a politician is about to uh, demand something that's illegal? You ever notice that? <laughs> yes. <laughs> that, that's typically how it works. Uh, I think the president has shown that Congress has given the executive branch basically any power, any power it so decrees at this point. Uh, they just came up with a new buzzword. That's it. And then they're like, yeah, that means you don't have to follow the Constitution, I think, right? If they just say mandate. Yeah. Well, it's, it's because it's, the executive orders were a Trump thing, so we need to kind of rebrand that. Kind is of that thing. what it was? Biden that mandates that. I, I don't know. Sure. <laughs> is that the narrative? It started off wanna... <laughs> as governors mandating it, and now it's the president. It's moved up to the president just mandates things now. Yeah, and there, there, has, there have been instances of... Uh, you know, Congress, Supreme Court, various levels of courts rescinding, uh, taking back things that executive branches of, of the government or of the, the country and states you know, have mandated. But that happens typically to only a small fraction of these orders and also months after the case, usually. So that's kind of what I'm seeing. What I expect is going to happen with this particular case is that by the time that there's any sort of legal action or with uh, withdrawal of this um, of this mandate, that everyone will either be vaccinated or fired who would uh, you know be subject to it. Yeah, but the people fired would have a great case if it, if they were fired over something that was deemed unconstitutional. You have a pretty good lawsuit on your hands. I mean, stand your ground. Just go get fired. Like get fired before you take this shit. Or be like Israel and get get rearing for your every six month vaccination. It's kind of interesting because the flu shot is obviously a scam. Like that's obviously a scam, and they want to push this twice fold on us for something. Everyone that... knows anecdotally that it just makes you sick every time. Yeah, everybody that gets a flu shot just gets the flu immediately, and they swear by it. They're like, "Oh, that's how you know it's working." I think the best stats out there are that on a on a good year, the flu shots up to supposedly forty to fifty percent effective. But <laughs> effective for what? With, what are you talking many, about? But how many people also get it though? I don't know. I don't know. Oh, I, I I'll, just, I'll look that up for the I'm future. I'm sorry, stats. Josh. Sorry. I'm just I'm just I, curious. I, I get the flu on. A, I've had the flu like three times in my entire life. I, so. Right now, no vaccines is giving me an average of 12 years of protection just by doing nothing. Nothing but but never sleeping and smoking uh, two lighters worth of cigarettes a day. And apparently that's all you need to never get the flu. Like, I'm not even trying to be healthy and I never get sick except for right this second. I got my first cold. Well, yeah. Because COVID what got if, me. What this if time. this were... Not a cold, but actually the flu, Aaron. Well, I get a cold every year. And for weirdly, as soon as COVID started, I hadn't had a flu until now. From It's cra- or a cold. Right now is my first cold in like two years. It's crazy. I, I Thank get one God every for the year. lockdowns. Am I right, guys? <laughs> Thank God for yep. masks. Jesus. Yep, masks saved me. We could be avoiding all these things at all times. Wow. This is really life changing for me. 
speaking of masks, uh, yeah, colds affect my life <laughs> because of this bullshit mandate. My work came out and said they're going to do masks on Monday. Get this for two weeks. <laughs> what? They had the balls to say to the curve. for two weeks to flatten the curve. days to flatten the curve. And I, I, 15, I don't care. I was going to just tell them to go fuck themselves on Monday and just get fired. Like, just refuse to wear it. But <laughs> my coworker, basically, there's a position opening up in California and he's going to be able to go back to California and I'm just going to be handling this account by myself. And if I do that, then he's completely fucked and stuck in, stuck in Buffalo. So I don't want to do that to him. So I'm going to wear it to go through and then just wear it around my neck like we used to do the whole time. You just literally wear it through the lobby and then you're done. But it, it's annoying that I'm even doing that. But I want to screw somebody else over that isn't a douchebag. And see here, I was excited that you were going to come to California. <laughs> and boog it up. <laughs> oh, <everywhere>. yeah. <laughs> Oh, so close. <laughs> but but yeah, so, we have well, what what else? What other news is coming out of Israel with regards to the vaccine or or what? Or what? Oh, did, I, did you have another page up? I, I saw you did another page it, up. It's basically another article here talking about the the eventual fourth vaccine dose. Like they're getting the the fourth dose is is not really happening just yet but they're they're getting people warmed up to the idea about it basically they're doing the whole propaganda spin um I, what's what's the limit the, for sequentially adding doses like you have the first second third fourth and then yearly it's like my first this year uh, like the waves like i feel like they quit like talking about the waves of covid after the third or fourth for most areas oh i have I have no idea within terms of like cases and deaths and stuff like that. Well, no, I mean, just like what's what's reasonable to keep adding up where, oh, the 10th wave. That just sounds stupid to literally everyone or like the Oh, the 10th injection uh, like, oh, oh, no, this is just my um, uh, third year getting your single yearly inje injections or something like that. Well, as time progresses, they stop using more and more information. So at the very start of the pandemic, everything was about like the death count, the death count, the death count. Then it switched abruptly to cases, cases, cases. Now it's switching abruptly to like they're 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 stretching really hard because there was also that story about people had to gunshot victims had to wait. This was a Rolling Stones article. Oh god, gunshot this story. victims had to wait in Oklahoma because there were so many people in the ICU that were packing the place uh, with overdoses of ivermectin horse paste. Which ended up not being real. The guy didn't work there for months. It was totally the made hospital up. made a statement. They, well, firstly, they didn't ask the hospital. Yeah. Secondly, the hospital came out and made a statement that they haven't had to refuse any ER patients. It's so yeah. yeah. No one mentions it, no one mentions uh, death rate anymore. Uh, no one wants to talk about breakthrough cases anymore. All they keep doing is is becoming more and more generic, more and more bland uh, of a of a push, which is why it's getting harder and harder and why they needed the mandate to come through. Then it's like, look, like we're done. We're done with the argument because we're, we're out of arguments. It, it has proven to be retarded and has been proven to be ineffective. And so we can't push that narrative anymore. We can't push all these fake uh, stats into your face anymore. And we have to just mandate it at this point. 
and we need to get as many people on a six-month booster shot regiment as we can. That's their goal, right? Aaron, would you uh, uh, agree with that? Yeah, they're now they're not even... They're just saying, oh, yeah, now just do what we say, and we don't have to give you a reason. Yeah. They're just like... They've gone uh, to it, that point. What, one of our first episodes we ever did when we started, we're talking about COVID, fuck, a year and a half ago, was... I think you were the one that said it's it's just a Netflix subscription, but for being able to live your life. Yeah. Except instead of paying Netflix to be propagandized to you, are going getting shit injected into you. Hey, hey! If I didn't watch the new season of The Kissing Booth, I would not actually be living my life. Like literally, I would not be living my life. <laughs> God damn it, Josh! <laughs> no, if but I did watch the new season of The Kissing Booth, I would also not be living my life because I'd probably fucking put a bullet in my head. Exactly. <laughs> oh, excuse me. I guess you're a Disney Plus guy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Caught me. Can't get enough of Baby Yoda. Yeah, but yeah, we are we are on the verge of um, the government trying to mandate as many people as they can to uh, subscribe to um, an immunity based healthcare uh, healthcare subscription well, that it, that no, no one this, wants that l- literally only retards want. I'm sorry because people do want well, this. They will they will happily get the shot every six months and not complain at all. They're like, oh my god, they're doing. We've been talking. For years and decades about how the problem with the American healthcare system is that it's reactive and not preventative. This is exactly what we wanted, right? No. <laughs> I don't. No. Like, what, what do you want? <laughs> you fucking, every single time you do this, Josh. <laughs> well, well, the point is, this is not like actually preventative healthcare. Preventative healthcare is living a healthy lifestyle and educating people how to do that easily and not fucking shoving drugs and fat down their throats. So breaking news, unhealthy people die more than uh, like healthy people. Like that is just a fact. Breaking news. Everyone in America or sorry, the majority of people in America are unhealthy. Yes, true. Yeah. Yeah. We all know this. It's not but it's never been about that. What it is is the here's the personality of the person that's like really excited about the v- vaccine. Basically, two personalities. One is so meek and cowardly and afraid of their own shadow that anything that it, they perceive as a group telling them something that will make them safe, they're like, "Oh, okay, give it to me, give it to me." AKA seventy percent of women. So <laughs> then the other group. Are people that are so vindictive, they would give away some of their freedom as long as the people they don't like and annoy them get to more of their freedoms taken away than they did. They will happily make that trade. They're like, what? I can go to my job, but I have to sign in papers, please, like a fucking communist country. But the people I hate more can't work here so I can get ahead and get money. Yay. Like those that's how those people think those are the two types of pro-vaccine people no exactly now on the latter too i i was talking to someone earlier this week who was uh still going on about the uh oh it's the unvaccinated people's fault and all like uh, the, you know all these outbreaks and whatnot so it's it's finding someone to hate now that trump's out of office and you know we still have all these you know trump tards everywhere but now that trump's out of office you need to find something a bit more specific or current to uh 
you know, isolate individuals to hate and mob at. And uh, actually, Ryan Long had a music video the, the other day pretty much talking about exactly this, where it's, oh, Trump's gone? Argue about the vaccine. Argue, the unvaccinated people are now the enemy, and it's perfectly great if those unvaccinated Nazis get fired and thrown out on the streets. Yeah. You always have a new it, enemy for them. It's, just another way to divide and conquer, basically. It's so retarded. Yeah. Like, <laughs> the people that can't see it are so brain dead. They're literally the walking dead. And I, I have a, I, I have a prediction for this booster shot shit. I'm pretty sure this is going to, like, start, you're going to start seeing, like, AZT-type effects but like a little lesser because it's not like a monthly dose. You're just going to see this like wither people if they keep doing this for like five years. Oh, that's going to be interesting to see actually if that comes true. It's like, these and they're going to just... still be like, you're, you're making me unsafe. And like, you're like, dude, you look, you know, when you see like a, a guy that's like been vegan for like 10 years and he's skinny and he always has like a, a gray, <laughs> gray skin yeah it's like <laughs> gray skin, tone yeah. to his fucking skin you're like you look like you're contracting leprosy like get <laughs> if you just stop eat eating a protein and killing the environment aaron yeah if you were like me you'd be perfectly healthy Ugh. and they like i've never felt better yeah stiff wind would like break one of their bones and you're like jesus christ delusion a lot of the top athletes in the world are vegan clearly blah 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 um yeah they also pay like a chef to just cook everything they need, like in vitamin form, yeah. at all times of the day while working out. And, yeah, and I, I'd like to kind of close out some of this vaccine talk with also pointing out that out of Israel, we're getting these these wonderful, very good scientific stats um, that their outbreaks there. There's a, a relatively equal proportion of cases and hospitalizations among vaccinated and unvaccinated individuals. And we've seen some of the same in the U.S. too. If there was an outbreak in Boston a few weeks ago that, uh, you know, MSNBC made the mistake of including numbers in their article that was, oh, look, uh, approximately, I think it was like 70% to 30% vaccinated, unvaccinated, both population and case counts. And it's it's not you know it, it's just not working. It's, it's proven and it's not the unvaccinated people's fault. <laughs> they're mandated uh, mandating a vaccine that is entirely unproven, and it just gets more unproven by the day to to show that it doesn't have immunity. In fact, immunity. The definition of immunity and immunization has been changed officially by the CDC on September first. 2021. Did you hear about no this, Aaron? No fucking way. No, I haven't. This I, this I like, though. Go, I, I want to hear, hear what the new definition, definition was, though. Immunization, right? Catch the keyword here. A process by which a person becomes protected against a disease through vaccination. The term is often used interchangeably with vaccination or inoculation. Through really? vaccination. There's no yes. natural immunity anymore. By definition. Well, that's one that's of myth, the things. That, that, that's one of the things, right? Would you categorize immunization as a protection? I, I feel like those are two separate things that would that would describe two two completely different outcomes, right? Yeah. If, immu if you're being immune to something means like impervious, invulnerable okay. to it. Yes. They're talking about mitigation and they're 
really fudging the you can really fudge the numbers to try to make a case for mitigating anything with any behavior. Yeah. In my yeah. case study of one, uh, like I said, smoking a pack and a half of fucking Seneca menthols every day will uh, keep you from getting the flu. Get it once every 12 years. It's perfect. It's flawless. Flawless. Yeah. That's how they use stats. It's that stupid and evil. Yeah. They just get a guy well, in a lab coat to write up a nice article about it. It's also similar how they changed the definition of herd immunity, meaning that you, you, there, oh God, there's no so natural bad. immunity um, in that definition anymore. Like there, there is no, oh, you get this disease and then your body has antibodies for it and you can fight it off. Just as normally as as anyone else, not not be affected by it whatsoever, and you couldn't even spread it, right? Bob and his immunocompetent privilege speaking uh-huh. again. You know there are poor black people out there who can't make antibodies the same way you or I could. You know I love boasting about my immunocompetency. Thank you very much. <laughs> Honestly, they can uh, change those definitions because the Theories that they were built on in the first place, like germ theory, have a metric fuck ton of assumptions made. And whenever any study happens to go against what they already said was correct 100 years ago, they just dismiss it as inconclusive. Ta-da! Science is fun, isn't it? Aaron, I I would uh, hate to also bring up that the replication crisis um, doesn't include just the social sciences, but also medicine. So, indeed, inconclusive seems to be the, the key word over the last our lifetimes plus another, you know. The, the, the new standard for acceptability. <laughs> yeah, it's just, uh, don't report on that one. We didn't get the result we wanted. Yeah. We literally can't even fudge the statistics on the study to say what we want. So, let's just never talk about it. Only That's 40% of... It. Yeah, only 40% of scientists could reproduce this study, but that's good enough for us. We're going to push this forward. <laughs> I mean, we've already started reporting on it like uh, six months ago, so yeah, can't. Goodness. Okay, so I, I think that pretty much uh, closes out the you know new stuff with the, the mandates and the boosters and the passports and all that fun stuff. Any, any other final comments or should we get on to voicemails? Well... <laughs> voicemails is yeah. a good idea <laughs> yeah right here in the middle of the episode well why do not? voicemails in the middle like we always do no we, well let's wait till the end for voicemails oh whoa break it warm I, I, yeah. I know aaron i, I want to pretend to be a real professional podcast today not do it in the middle like we always do <laughs> okay i guess we'll just have our little musical interlude in the middle and uh, we'll be back after the break do 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 the thing is with these mandates though just don't Thanks for that, Josh. don't do that like just if you do not comply with this shit they have no power it's an illusion like you said this is going to be reversed in three to six months most of you myself included honestly if i if i didn't feel like i was actively harming a coworker that i don't hate uh i would be fired on monday i would be absolutely fired on monday because if I get fired for an unconstitutional reason, I'll have a great case to make. You you will win that lawsuit later. I we just need to get the fuck off this system that we're all stuck in. It's terrible. But yeah, that's have, have any 
have any notable uh, pandemic-related lawsuits been won in the last year and a half? I know a lot of defenses have for like fines. Almost all of them get like dismissed, and like once they, if somebody actually fights it in court, it oh they almost always win. But I haven't seen it where they like somebody won like two million dollars from a company or anything like that. There was a case in uh, Canada, I believe, where they asked for proof of the virus itself, evidence of the yeah. virus, and the government failed to produce it. And they uh, allowed him to open up. I think it was a gym, uh, a gym owner that did it. And yeah, they, they quietly allowed him fine. to. Yeah, they dismissed his fine and quietly allowed him to like reopen his gym, basically. <laughs> they actually threw away the fine. So then he he actually sued the director of health. And then they countersued him, and then he had to produce. They had he goes, okay, if you're going to sue me, then you have to pr- provide proof. And then uh, they couldn't, so that he won, and they can't do anything to his business now. Yeah, I remember that. We we did talk about it on the show. Yeah. Okay. What else is going on in the world? Oh, just a little um, uh, glow in the dark uh, shenanigans going on in the uh, Middle East. Uh, have you guys ever heard of Afghanistan? heard of it wait what's the deal with (laughs) afghanistan (laughs) you know what bothers me about afghanistan is that in my this is all speculation just just knowing how uh trickery parentheses 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 fucking works i feel like the taliban is definitely just still run it's just like operation trust the U.S. government runs the Taliban. I'm convinced, like the CIA, like the alphabet people. They run the... Just bear with me here, because like I said, it's just speculation. CIA runs the Taliban. They... My proof of... Or my argument for this is they... What was it, like? A hundred guys walked into the into Kabul and just, with zero resistance, got Took to the take the whole country back. Who were, yeah. Where are all the people we were training? There wasn't even like a fight for it. They just let them take it, and then we're like, oh, they're executing people. But I didn't even see anything to sh- prove that, really. And then they took, what, $90 billion in armaments that we just let them have? When's yeah, the last time we... Yeah. What's, uh, what's the story there? It seems like our own guys need to use it to set up a bunch of fake shit so we can be in endless war. Not only that, uh, the Taliban, a bunch of uh, cave people who live in sand show up in Kabul and then just start doing 2015 4chan style memeing to get the support of the right wing. <laughs> what about this it's doesn't hilarious. sound loves like the Taliban now? What about this doesn't sound like CIA? They okay. Well, first of all, they are media trained, hundred percent by the CIA. There's no one else giving them media training except for the CIA. They do it perfectly. They do it all the time. They do it everywhere. They do it within our own media system. When they came in and they asked like how diverse or something like that is, is the government going to be in the right and they, in the yeah. backfire, are you, you going to allow women, women into the government? Yeah. And they backfired with like a meme and a joke and shit like that. It's like, wow, like you guys had legit training on this. You, you see Taliban with like their fingers over the trigger in like the safe spot and you're like wow those guys were <laughs> trained by US military 100% <laughs> that or like all of their responses would literally fit perfectly on like the chad meme the blonde bearded fucking chad <laughs> meme guy 
where he's yeah. just like, yes. Like, every single thing would fit on that, like, to a T. Oh, yeah. It's they've fucking re- stupid. They've released memes like that, by the way. Oh, I know. <laughs> with, with the Chad guy, the, the, the side face Chad. But it's, like, obviously Taliban infused and everything like that, but... Yeah, wait, it's, wait, it's the CIA co-opting fucking meme warfare. It, it's retarded. Was, and they're fighting was themselves. The humans, was the humans of CIA also a meme? Was, was that intentionally a joke? Speaking of humans of CIA, there's a CBS report that th- this is the news that we get from the CIA here in the United States about Afghanistan. It's a CBS report of a flamboyant gay guy telling us how they're marrying child brides to random people in order to evacuate them from Afghanistan to the United States to become refugees. Well, don't, this, don't this is the story. Wait, hold is. on. Hold on. This is the story. Let's listen to the clip here. There's a little bit of lead in. Of Homeland Security, Alejandro Mayorkas says over 50,000 Afghan evacuees are expected to resettle in the U.S. What more can you tell us about where these Afghan evacuees are now? Yeah, it's so good to keep the spotlight on this uh, big evacuation process because it's so good to keep a spotlight on this. <laughs> I feel can, very can safe you? with this. Big muscly man over there keeping us safe over in the CIA. <laughs> I'm so glad the faggots over in the CIA are keeping the spotlight on the humanitarian issue that is the Taliban in Afghanistan. Holy fucking shit. Th- these are the news reports that we get. We spent 20 years there bombing innocent civilians, and then we get some gay guy from CBS telling, oh, wow, they're marrying child brides. Maybe we should go back to war, everyone. <laughs> are we, are we going to play that first clip, too? Well, that's hilarious. Oh, did you like that? Um, yeah. The child okay. bride stuff? Yeah, we, we can do a, a I small mean, did you lead catch it? Go yeah. ahead. We'll, we'll talk about it. Let, let's play it. They're talking about girls who claim that they were forced to marry right before they left the country. Why were these girls forced into marriages and how were they identified? Yeah, this is really um, unfortunate uh, events that have been taking place. That Really? Unfortunate. <laughs> Sorry. I, I love how amused <laughs> Bob is by this. He's such a faggot. He's, We've he's learned CBS News was told that U.S. officials are aware of at least several instances where young Afghan girls and young women were forced to enter into marriages outside that Kabul airport in that hurried evacuation in order to either help the young girl get into a family situation in order to board the U.S. evacuation planes or in effort to help uh, Afghan man enter into a family as well. Okay, first of all, there is no official documentation. If they get married outside of the fence line at uh, Kubal or Kabul Airport, yeah. Kabul Airport, there is no official documentation. Like there isn't like a, like a, a a person to notarize your fucking marriage certificate over there. They didn't. No you, one's you forcing been, anyone to the, do the airport anything. Wedding chapel before what? It's right next to the airport. There's the airport yoga room and this the airport wedding chapel right there. Oh, come on, Bob. <laughs> like this, this story is 100% fake. There's nothing true about this story. Well, well uh, play on to see how he justifies that these are obviously fake marriages. 
We have well, learned about this. Oh, go ahead. Well, I was going to say, uh, also, have you noticed that every single thing that has happened at Kabul airport has been fake and gay? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, but this guy, it's now, it's literally fake and literally gay. I'm not even being <laughs> hyperbolic when I call things fake and gay. At all. I mean, this no, guy, he's describing a wedding chapel outside the airport or whatever. The, I don't know what. No, where they're marrying six-year-olds to like 50-year-old men. It, it's, it's fucking ridiculous. It, okay, Josh, we're going to continue. Because through the vetting processes at uh, foreign U.S. bases, they've been asking these Afghan evacuees basic questions when it comes to vetting. And I was told this weekend that one of the things that is uh, kind of raising the flags here is that there are age differences between some young Afghan women and the men who are they so supposedly married to. They, the authorities over there, U U.S. officials, have said that they are um, going back and asking these questions. Obviously, in the United States, young girls cannot be married to older men, so that is creating kind of a ripple over there. And in the U.S., younger, younger, okay, in the U.S., this is what he said. In the U.S., younger girls cannot marry yes. older men. In the U.S. What? They got married in Kabul, uh, apparently. Hello, Hollywood. <laughs> not only that. <laughs> you fucking No, not even. Psycho. You know what they're really doing right there? Uh, they're trying to drum up the right-wing boomers, give them those night right at 9-11, right at yes. too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're trying to yeah. get them to go, Oh, he's goddamn Afghanistan. He's coming over to fucking marrying five-year-olds. It's like, no they're, no, they're not. Stop. Stop. <laughs> You're being tricked again. You're being tricked again. Like, okay, here. Th this is where Obviously. the people that are like, what are you, a conspiracy theorist? <laughs> Durr. Like, those people drive me insane because, as I was talking about, this whole thing is obviously a CIA app, okay? And it ends up being an endless war in the middle of in the, in the uh, Middle East to create greater Israel. The shit we've been talking about forever with all the Zion, the Zionism bullshit they've been pushing for like 120 years or longer. It's like, so even if I'm not 100% right and I'm just speculating on the CIA involvement here with this Taliban takeover of Kabul... The end result is exactly the same. I know exactly what they are trying to do and how they're trying to do it. So what's the fucking difference? Got a goddamn scientist over here running experiments and being like, oh, with this end result, we can uh, induct back or extrapolate back to these uh, starting conditions. Aaron, Aaron what, are, what are you going on about? It, no, if I was a scientist, if I was doing, uh, if I was doing Afghanistan sand science, I would be like, Oh, what you see in the desert, and uh, it's what you see. Sorry, I fucked that up. What you see is the <laughs> desert and cave people with AK 47s, and also black hel helicopters for some reason, but we won't be getting into that. Uh, but what if I were to tell you they're actually more terrorists than grains of sand in all the poppy fields on <laughs> earth, and that exists within the jihadiverse? It's like fucking retarded. Oh, if we do a really great job with vaccines and endless drone strikes, we can eventually build the third temple of Israel on Xenu. It's like all this shit is so like this. Is, uh, by the way, I was just using all space examples for that fucking. <laughs> 
I, I think it's exactly the, how stupid scientists sound, and it's exactly how fucking dumb these CIA ops in the desert are. I hate it so goddamn much. It's the tried and true method of leaving ninety billion dollars worth of ammunition, vehicles, aircraft, and weaponry behind to fund. This is what they did with ISIS, and now apparently there's ISIS K, whatever the fuck that is. This is the tried and true method. You bail out, leave all your equipment there, leave all it for for the next. Uh, so-called terrorist organization that runs a government that we uh, slightly don't approve of and they're not on the, the the world bank basically and then we get fucking faggots on C- uh, CBS telling us how child brides are taking place outside of uh, Kabul airport because they need to make it as a refugee to fucking Michigan that's what's happening it's, <laughs> it's all fake and it's all literally faggotry Quick hitter of four things, four things that I that I've noticed that are obviously fake news bullshit. First of all, the day the Taliban took over, they had a woman interviewing them from CNN being like, oh, hey, Taliban, why are you so evil? Next question. Like, and they didn't <laughs> just cut her so head much. off. Yeah, they didn't just cut her head off or like bury her up to her neck and just stone her to death. So, like, obviously that didn't, didn't happen. Around. That wasn't real. She was in no threat. She didn't even look worried. Then we get over to Kabul Airport, the apparently the fakest and gayest place on Earth, where refugees are flinging babies over barbed wire fences and clinging to the wings of airplanes that are about to take off, but you never actually see take off because obviously they didn't do that because that's retarded. And then, uh, then you had a fake bombing. Oh, yeah, terrorists got in and blew it up, even though they run the country and already had a date when to have you leave. They just decided they were going to blow it up for shits and giggles. And then these were other terrorists. And now there's child brides being married to 70 year olds. It's, it's fucking all fake. It's everything you have ever heard on the news. Just if you just think, oh, you know what happened? The exact opposite, the exact opposite of what they said happened. And you'll be way more informed than you are now. I mean, even if it's not fake, it's completely useless information. It's, oh, oh, look, there's, as as described, an age difference between this uh, Afghanist, this Afghani guy and this, you know, younger, probably young teenage girl. Like, so what? Like, yeah, what, what's, what's the story there? Why, why, why does that matter? Why does that affect anything? Like, it doesn't affect the story of the international relations where goddamn tax dollars and rockets are going. It's Jesus. Yeah, it's just beating. It's beating the war drum and hate, 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 hate. Like just fucking hate somebody. Do it right now. It's that's all they're doing. It's all they ever have done. But Aaron, I think Bob. Uh, I think Bob has found some like-minded uh, individuals to, to get on board with his <laughs> theories. Oh God! I don't even want to know. <laughs> I have a Wall Street Journal article here for you. It's titled, U.S. spies didn't cause Kabul fall or to fall. The Biden administration apparently wants to make a scapegoat out of the Are intelligence community. Me? Out of the intelligence community. Isn't that beautiful? Wait, wait, wait. Biden's yeah. the one that said this? Oh, no, yeah. no, no. This is, some, well, this is the, an op-ed for the Wall Street Journal. Yeah. No, but they said that's been pushed by Biden. 
Yeah, yeah, no, this is this is a scathing criticism of Biden. This whole this whole article is his the whole administration, the narrative that they're pushing for this withdrawal and everything like that. I don't think it's like specifically Biden, but I think it's there, there's two warring factions here. There there are the uh, glowing the glow in the dark operatives, and then there's like the like the politicians that are trying to save face, basically. And everyone knows oh, they're just win saying the like end. they got bad intelligence and then they made yeah. bad decisions based on that bad intelligence. No, it's they got good intelligence and made bad decisions based on that. Exactly. Did you read some quotes from this? It, it, yeah. <laughs> so th- this article. Uh, is basically, wait, 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 wait. Going by my yeah. going by my metric, by the way, what this reads as is U.S. spies caused Kabul to fall because it's all run by them. Yes, this article is written by a Whoa. spook. The narrative came from a spook. Everything is spook friendly in here. It's the entire article glows in the in the dark. Bob, Bob. You can turn your monitor off, and the article is still imprinted on my monitor, dude. <laughs> <laughs> no, not a spook. He was a special assistant to the president and senior director for uh, counter counter proliferation strategy from two thousand seven to two thousand nine. And uh, a majority staff director of the House Intelligence Committee from 2011 to 2013. Nowhere in there does it say CIA or FBI director or agent. Yeah, he sounds like a real great guy. (laughs) (laughs) Well, here, here, let me me read some quotes from it just to kind of get into what the uh, perspective is that this article is trying to go into. Uh, Kabul continues to face setbacks on the battlefield and remains tied down in defensive missions. That was uh, back in April, before, right before Biden gave his withdrawal speech. But Mr. Biden was hell-bent on withdrawal. The intelligence <laughs> community's job is to gather and analyze the secrets of foreign governments, not our own. As far as the intelligence community knew, Mr. Biden intended to withdraw troops as he said he would responsibly, deliberately, and safely, in full coordination with our allies and partners, etc., etc. <laughs> Congress shouldn't let the Biden administration pin its failures on the intelligence community because they are faultless in this situation. Right, uh, because of the intelligence you, agency, uh, no one had a clue that the Taliban would literally walk into the the Capitol building and be like, they, we are the new government. They told Biden that would happen. They told yeah. Biden of the situation oh, that, yeah. it perfectly. But unfortunately, Biden betrayed the, the uh, Afghani government that, uh, and, you know, all of our allies there in the Middle East. Fucking amazing. Fucking it's so that people can go. Amazing. I knew it was the CIA's fault. No, I knew it was the Biden administration. Oh, and it's just the Spider-Man meme of them just pointing at each other. That's everything <laughs> that you've ever, everything in the news at all times is just that can be encompassed by that Spider-Man meme of them both pointing at each other. Do, do you know what's funny? Um, because everyone is complaining right now about how we left all the equipment there. And they're like, oh my God, we saw a Taliban flying a Black Hawk helicopter. How tragic is that they have such amazing technology that we gave them. You really the fucking retard. We gave them four, count them, four C-130s, transport planes. We just left them there. The giant ass planes, like the largest cargo planes that anyone's ever engineered, we gave it to them. This isn't military oh no, we need equipment. to go back and fight before we, they invaded Israel. We gave them cash money. We gave them equipment 
to start up their own economy, their own everything. They can. We didn't give it, them anything. They're us. They're well, just yeah, there to set it, up more fake situations with their cool equipment. Yes, it's exactly. all so stupid. Yes, you're right. I'm I'm sorry for the misuse of misuse of pronouns, Aaron. Of of gave. <laughs> of gave them. <laughs> they them yeah. All yeah. right. Them us just equals they like <laughs> they the people that fucking control everything. Yes, it, they're both sides. They're they're already both sides. The it's people, all a trick. The people that you can see in the middle of the night without any lights on. That's the people that we're referring to, the they's. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, sorry. I thought you were referring to the people that uh, were, were so parenthetical that I like didn't know how quietly to whisper the word. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So I think that's a wrap for how angry I am at Afghanistan. <laughs> uh. <laughs> All right, let's do voicemail. I think that was just Bob's homophobia, but, you know, we can get on to the next topic. Yeah, I did drop the F-bomb quite a few times. Let's move on <laughs> to... <laughs> Is it not voicemails yet? I think we can do oh. voicemails. No, no, no. Scientists Wait. discover? Yes. That thing we do every episode. Scientists have discovered... Aaron... Gen Z is developing unexplained ticks after going online and doctors are concerned. Internationally, pandemic-related stressors and social media are converging into an epidemic within a pandemic of Tourette's-like ticks in young people. And any talks in there, too? What? And, and the company, They make the joke in the article. Oh, God. Josh. No, so basically what's happening is that Gen Z... Uh, is growing up uh, without any human interaction and it's all um, social media based and they're becoming fucking neat. Science has discovered that people need human interaction, basically. Oh my God. Wow. Yeah. So it, it gets interesting because they go on and talk about how these, there's dozens of people coming in with the same ticks, apparently. Um, this person said that telling patients about their distinction could be difficult. Sometimes it's tough to, uh, uh, it's a tough conversation saying, I don't think you have Tourette syndrome. I think it's a function, or uh, uh, these are functional tick like behaviors that have become uh, triggers by the distress of pandemics. There are some resistance um, or disappointment. They wanted something to put in their Twitter bio. They can't be like, that That doesn't fit as nice and cleanly as Tourette's syndrome. Yeah. Th- okay, there's... so what they're saying is when they say dozens, they mean 24 to like 36, 30, 24 to 50 kids uh, had nervous breakdowns because everything they've read for a year and a half is constant warmongering. You stay inside and everyone's going to die. Like, obviously. They're probably just having, like, a Bob breakdown when he's talking about the CIA. They're probably like, fucking <laughs> vaccine and fucking pandemic. Like, Bob, do you, do you have Tourette's? Is that, is that why you uh, kept interjecting with a, a what? Um, no, but yeah, it's not got even nervous breakdowns. It's just, like, it's just, like, fluttering eyelids or, you know, some uh, the, the little twitch of palsy smile in, in, in and out there. like Or twitch of st- stroke smile. I don't know. It's not... 
it's very no, mild, right? It, it, it's very funny. Yeah, because they're, they're having like eye twitches and stuff like that. One girl noticed while reviewing one of her Snapchat videos that her eye was twitching uncontrollably, which I don't understand how you could not notice that. How could you not see like your vision expand? That happened. No, that happened to everybody. Yeah, I, like a couple months ago, like I had a couple weeks where uh, my, my right eye was just twitching. Like it, it happened. Yeah, you but never you never had your eyelid twitch. No, but you could feel it. You, you yeah, I can feel it. it. Yes. She didn't notice yeah, okay. it until she looked at her Snapchat video of herself. That's that's fucking fake and stupid. Okay, okay. Well, that's it being over dramatic. It, it it also continues because several of the ticks, several people would uncontrollably say the word beans. <laughs> Though beans? it's it's a single word, this behavior is considered to be a complex vocalization, unlike the simple facial tics that Tourette's patients often have, like blinking frequently or wink, uh, wrinkling someone's nose, they said. Uh, like most internet Oh my god, uh, I used ephemera, to do that all the time. Yeah, same. Itch uh, my nose by just scrunching my face around. Like most internet phenomena, it's impossible to say for sure where the beans tick came from, but there are dozens of videos on TikTok and discussions on Reddit that mention it, the behavior and is uh and its connection to uh some TikTok creator who announced her Tourette's diagnosis in 2020 who had 13.5 million followers on the platform. Oh my god. Okay. Can I so, just interject here? Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Please explain. It's a this. bunch of kids doing a joke. They're doing a fucking bit by pretending <laughs> that they are uncontrollably saying beans cuz some popular girl told about a fucking diagnosis that she can't stop saying it or also added in there the dumbest people on earth they're like i think i have that i i have that beans disease it's crazy i say beans beans is funny no i think it's literally like the meme i i think it's literally just kids that have had zero social interaction for the past like two years they've been doing nothing but watching their favorite youtuber or twitch commentator and they catch one little phrase and they just keep repeating it and repeating it. And they don't have any social interaction to make them normal anymore. They're just no, fucking it's just like, joke, if dude. you're not talking to people, you're not going to be self-conscious about what you say or get any feedback on exactly. what you say. So you're going to get these, these goddamn weird uh, just speech patterns where you're going to repeat Aaron, random imagine garbage. Imagine if you're just watching Twitch 16 hours a day. You're not really aware of what you're doing. You're focused on the chat. You're focused on what's going on, right? I, I get this, but hear me out. Okay. <laughs> the amount of things in my fucking lexicon, like that are that I start saying ironically, like bro. I will actually call people bro now, and it makes it drives me insane that I do that. I'll be like, oh, bro, <laughs> yeah, I went through that this. phase. Yeah, because I was ironically saying bro to make fun of the people that said bro, and now I just am one of those people. I guarantee this stupid beans thing they're talking about. Like they're also mentioning the most innocuous shit in the world, but the beans thing, they saw this video, thought it was funny and decided to just start ironically throwing beans in the middle of sentences for no reason. And now they're like, Oh shit, I can't help it. And the other thing is with the eye twitch thing that happens to every human on earth. Did you guys used to always, uh, did you also play the game? Where if it would start happening, you try not to blink so that it would keep going. You ever do that? No. Your eyes start like twitching. You just try to keep it going. You don't like don't fuck with no, it. I, I, I never did this. No, all right. 
That's yeah. probably just my autism. That's why I, sc- I scrunched my nose and I said beans once. So I, I probably also have this. Have you have you gone to a doctor about that? That sounds uh, pretty serious. I bet I'll su- I bet I'll prescribe whatever my fucking insurance will cover because that will still get him a big payout. Dude, I hear there's a great SSRI for that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh my God! I totally forgot about the start of the article. Holy oh, shit! That, that too. That's yeah. Too. <laughs> oh God. So they bring up like their the person why they they started the, the whole article. This person began noticing her tics at the end of her spring semester at La Jolla um, Loyola Lo- Loyola uh, University of what Chicago. Is, it's not you La Jolla. Also said it's that not wrong. fucking North God County. Damn. It's it's Loyola. It's more the, the it's a very prestigious university, man. Well, Get Bob on the meds. He's got Tourette's. Literally never heard of it. The COVID-19 pandemic forced the 20... Okay, hold on. Um, Oh, God. She told psychiatrists who wondered if antidepressants had brought on the tics after a year of a (laughs) follow-up. And I think Josh... Yeah, Josh, you looked up the antidepressant. Yeah, it was what Lexapro or something. Lex, yeah, something like that. And it yeah, Lexapro. Fact, it, yeah, it is it, an SSRI. It, it is indeed an SSRI. Yeah. Go. Wait, are figure. you telling me that prescribing SSRIs to people whose brains haven't even fully developed it might have some adverse side effects? Nope. Wow. No one said that. Me. There's no scientific evidence to to prove such a thing. I'm sorry. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I, I think I think really we're missing missing the bigger picture here. Really the. What I see as the problem here is uh, body image issues in young girls. Like, this, this tick would go unnoticed if she weren't scrutinizing her own Snapchat videos in such de- depth, in such detail, with sel- such self-conscious vanity that was taught to her by magazines and social media influencers uh, before posting. This, this would go unnoticed. This would not be a big deal. But, but instead, we're stuck in this situation where uh, she, she's just feels bad about herself because of this yes. tick enforced by men specifically white men bred from the uh, i mean generations of slave who owners sp- <laughs> <laughs> that's who's sponsoring these uh tiktok thoughts to you know make girls feel bad about their bodies god the world is so fucking hopeless <laughs> great but, but hopeless there people, are people we have who some people with uh, voicemails god. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I was saying people who aren't hopeless are people who call into the show who can do so by news <laughs> calling. Oh, man. I see. I went the other route. I went to try to make fun of them immediately. Hey, I respect our callers in. I do not. But if you want to also not get my respect, call in at 1 833. God damn it. Cut that cabbage. I didn't fuck it up. Do not get that. 1-833. Six 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 nine eleven. That's one eight thirty three. Six 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 zero nine one one. I'm so strike glad. three. By the way, Bob gets it next episode. I'm so Do glad Cabbage Dick did not cut that. Oh god damn it! Probably didn't. <laughs> oh crap! Let me get the, the tab up. And first up, go. I think which one uh, we do first? We're gonna do Bobby first. Here we go. Perfect. God damn it, Aaron. There's transitory parts or whatever of organs all over the animal kingdom. It's like if a bunch of cows thought human stomachs didn't exist, because those are technically only a part of their complex stomach. Also, okay, hear me out. Fucking punctuationalists are the uh, 
socialist libertarians of evolution. It's just the church coming on to like into evolutionary science and trying to like push ideas that are self-destructive to it. So it sounds dumber. Functionalists are hipsters. Boom. Oh, and something else I forgot. I'm going to call back. Actually, that, that point one I can get behind after reading the article Bob sent earlier on brain organoids, now we're growing brains in labs, where you can kind of have these like half-developed organs that I, I wasn't really familiar with before. I don't... That don't work. And don't evolve into <laughs> No, anything. wait, wait, wait. This has real brain waves that simulate real moods and shit. Except Come for on. none of the fucking electrons, fire, or whatever the fuck they were talking about. Like, no, eh, it's not important for brain activity. Yeah, no, that's probably fine. It's the mood that matters. Okay, hold on. First of all, Bobby, uh, a cow stomach, is that an evolved version of our stomach? Or a, is that behind our stomach? Do they evolve into one perfect stomach? Or are we eventually going to evolve into having four stomachs? Because, I mean, it's a totally different bugs. system. It's for fucking animals that eat grass and then like they have to like spit it back up and redigest. It's it's for eating different shit than we eat. That's not a fucking transitory organ. What are you out of your goddamn mind? You think <laughs> gizzards, bird gizzards, where they grind up their food and they have to eat like rocks and shit to like help grind the food. Do you think that's a they're eventually going to get a gastric system? Like, what are you talking about? I, this is I a whole, totally to different see... thing. I can't wait to see what the human stomach looks like after a few generations of eating bugs. That's honestly, you know what that is exactly as stupid as saying? It's like going, oh, I know I have a transitory organ, our lips, because birds have beaks, and beaks are more useful because you can peck bugs out of the ground. It's like, what? Are we going to eventually get beaks, or are they going to eventually get lips? Which one I is... I got beaks going on, but... uh. <laughs> Yeah, which one's the transitory organ then? Since apparently cow stomachs and our stomachs and bird stomachs are all different phases of creatures getting stomachs, not completely different digestive systems. Like, right? Am I insane? That's not a transitory organ. Next up on, okay, hear me out. Aaron's insane. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know what, like, you know, few evolutionary stages back cow stomachs look like or. Uh, if though that looked like more like human stomachs, or I don't know what that branch looks like, but no I think one does because there's make no evidence point. for it ever being anything different. All right, yeah, we're gonna find a fossilized stomach next week. It's gonna be great. Sorry, what the missing. Yeah, I'm sure it'll look fucking awesome. I'm sure it'll be 370 million years old and it won't have changed, and they'll have to just ignore it. Next up is uh, Lumpy Face Sean. Lumpy headed Sean. Hey guys, Lumpy Sean here. Don't play my last one. It cut out randomly. Um, anyway, your latest episode reminded me of this uh, Holocaust documentary I was watching. I can't remember the name of it, but there's like um, all these like elaborate traps, and this guy, this like little doll with his face painted, and he was all like, I want to play a game. And like had all this stuff where like, a lady had like a reverse bear trap on her head that was on a timer that like ripped her face open if she didn't get the key out of a dude's stomach. And, and then like a dude had to saw his foot off because he was shackled to a pipe and it would electrocute him. And uh, it was a crazy, I don't remember the name of it at all, 
But yeah, it was a Holocaust documentary. And uh, I just <laughs> remember that all over again listening to your episode. So uh, yeah, if you guys are interested in it. Uh, I'll try to remember the name. I just, it's just not coming to my mind right now. I can't believe you missed so many eyewitness counts. <laughs> I, I, I think I remember that one. That was a very tragic tale. <laughs> those those poor people. I, I think it might, it was a uh, was it about the concentration camp outside of Warsaw? I, I think so. Yeah, and those poor people being tortured just for being Jewish and, and all that. I didn't know Danny Glover was Jewish. <laughs> <laughs> Learn something new every day. <laughs> that, that was good. <laughs> and up next <laughs> we have the Duke of Ice oh, we haven't heard from him in a while okay homo how's it going it's the Duke of Ice it's been a while um, I gotta come back on the show for something else but in the meantime I figured I'd give you another Antarctica update I just recently came across an article that said space has better internet than Antarctica. That might change. Now, the article goes into great detail about exactly how they currently get internet in Antarctica, (laughs) how they're having to ping off of radio systems, and how it could improve with fiber optic cabling. And I got curious, and I decided to research a bit more, and it turns out that there is no Wi-Fi in Antarctica. There's no main phone lines, and any Internet that they do have is very restricted. You have to book an appointment. So they're saying you can't stream video there or do anything special. But neither could I find in either article that would explain how space has better Internet than an island on Earth. It's a little weird. It's a little weird. How can they make such a claim? Maybe because space is fake. Take it easy, guys. I I think now we can say definitively that none of the moon or Mars landing videos were live streamed from Antarctica. <laughs> yep, yep. You, you solved the mystery. <laughs> yes, that rules out that place definitely, Josh. <laughs> But yep. how about we just still need fi- to check Nevada, but Antarctica, the fiber optic cable part, uh, the same way we get communication to Europe through the ocean with underwater cabling, which is how we connect to them. It, it seems like if we had satellites, just this is just a, you know, an idiot like me that doesn't have a bunch of satellites. I can't launch satellites into space, but if I was a retarded guy uh, doing a shitty podcast, I would just assume <laughs> That they could get satellite internet in Antarctica, but apparently not. Well, well seems weird we, to me, but what do I know? You, you just don't understand how the Earth's the, the orbit around the Earth and the poles work. The satellites, like one, you know, if they're be, with the magnetic poles and the fields there, they just they don't work towards the South Pole. And you know, two orbits don't go vertically around the Earth. Come on, man, have you ever studied gravity? Oh, South <laughs> South Pole satellites don't go. Uh, Have you studied gravity? <laughs> South Pole satellites, uh, they'll disturb the penguins and uh, cause holes in the ozone layer. <sighs> Got to do it all by cabling and towers, and... like we always have. Oh, I love it, Josh. It's so stupid. <laughs> yeah, why does the sp- why does space have better internet? What the fuck are they talking about? Well, it actually does make sense because as you go across the if you orbit the equator, you have a uh, a a 
basically systematic uh, magnetic flux going through all your electronics. If you go north pole to south pole, your magnetic flux, the the change of uh, the magnetic force basically is going to cause like a disturbance and uh, frequency. No, no, hold on. If you go, but if you're in Antarctica, you're not going, you're not doing north south circumnavigation. You're not having any flux. You're stationary. No, no, no. The the satellite would be going north south. it's orbit would be north south around the earth. We have geosynchronous satellites, guys. They claim that all the time. Yeah, but that's so around. Why can't you have one sitting the above equator. the South Pole? Because th- there's no- oh no, yeah, Bob. Bob makes a point. Those are only equator equator ones, basically. Basically, yes. Okay, I don't see why you can't have one falling because satellites are basically falling at the right speed that they remain stationary relative to the earth yeah why can't you do that on the south side if gravity's pulling it back towards the earth it's always falling down we're not saying that you can't especially on the pole we're not saying that you can't spin doesn't matter what we're saying is that the electronic frequencies disturb all like everything on board of the satellite if you go north to south pole there is no change of magnetic flux but if it were the right distance away where you could get it to stay stationary high enough in orbit or low enough in orbit. And it doesn't have to be on the equator because it can be on the equator because it's falling with the spin. So it's always geosynchronous. But if you're on the South Pole falling, there is no spin on that side, right? If you could, I mean, let's say it's not quite at the South Pole or it's using the same mechanics. You well, let's just assume that they're it's within parameters where you can set up the problem the exact same way. Um, and it doesn't have to actually orbit or circumnavigate. The, the closer you get, the closer that. you get to the poles, the faster it needs to move basically. And so there, no, no, it's to... not, it's not moving relative to the earth. Geosynchronous. Oh, that's what that means, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, I- exactly. But like the actual, like, the frequency of that rotation becomes much faster. If you're just geosynchronous uh, going around like the North Pole, you're going to run really, really fast, basically, while you're still you don't having to go ground- around anything. You're just falling with the Earth. Well, then you're going uh, longitudinally or uh, laterally around. Then it doesn't make sense. You have to make a full like radii around the planet. Okay, okay, okay. I'll give it to you. I I get what you're saying because if you actually have to fall with the spin, I I get it. Yes, so you're just a parent. Yes. Okay, I get that. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. But that's what I was saying. Assume that like there there is an altitude or it's within parameters to be able to do that. They also pretended to have a satellite that's a million miles away between the sun and the earth, caught between their gravity, taking pictures from one million miles and. You know, so they can do it if they just get far enough away, but then it wouldn't be good for internet. So I get it. But isn't it just weird how it always works out that all the science and everything in physics and how it works on a spinny ball can't be used to prove a spinny ball and also works on a fucking flat motionless plane? It's just fucking bizarre. That every time you could just try to get them to prove the South Pole is even real and that anyone could just go there and check it out or have a satellite over it or everything you ever think of besides being a government agent that can like is allowed to go down there with the right restricted access other than that 
everything else, it never goes over it. Nothing. Planes, ISS, satellites, nothing. Nothing happens to go over it. It's so bizarre. Uh, so it just so works I, I out think, that way. I think we're going to have to uh, uh, get back in touch with the Duke of Ice and get, get him back on his five minutes of internet access to call in and give us some more insight on really how internet works down there. Well, yeah, they're just going to beam them up to the ISS and uh, get them the good, that good shit, the good internet. <laughs> then he can call in. All right. Well, that's, uh, that's it for voicemails. Yeah, that's all the voicemails. That's it for the show. Have a good night. Well, we'll have a full topic next week when I'm not dying of COVID. I guarantee you Aaron will be dying of COVID when we Dude, record next week. noises. Which is yep. next Monday. <laughs> Rest in peace. I hope I'll be missed. Thanks, Thanks for listening. listening this guys. has been episode 64 of OK Homo. Whatever. Fuck this shit. I have a PlayStation raincoat. You've got mail. What the fuck? Don't tell me you don't like my show.